This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. Also a basketball fan podcast here with the Miami Hurricanes. We're recording this. We're sneaking it in before tip-off of their Elite Eight matchup with Texas. So probably by the time you guys all listen to this, the result will be known. But we are sending positive vibes out to Kansas City. Let's go. Let's get that final four berth to the men and women. Uh, women play at seven. Men play here at 5.05. So it's been a lot of fun following both teams. And uh, hopefully at least one of, obviously we'd love to see both, but hopefully at least one of these teams can get into the final four. It's been been a lot of fun uh, here in March, which is kind of like a dead month, honestly, if you're yeah. a big football fan. Um, but anyways, Let's go Canes. And uh, hopefully by the time you guys all listen to this, we will know that both the men and women are in the final four, just dominating basketball, the University of Miami. Big time. All right. So we wanted to get this out to you guys because, you know, mainly a a recruiting centric podcast. Uh, Miami had a lot of big timers here Thursday through Saturday. So Gabby was there hanging out uh, the majority of that time there at the uh the schwartz um getting the scoop from these big timers before we get into this gabby miami did scrimmage or it was a partial scrimmage on saturday yeah. they held a practice partial scrimmage no media access but just some of the things we heard i mean it's it's again it was a partial scrimmage so you know i don't know how much digging was really necessary but just some of the stuff i heard and honestly, this is what I've heard for a lot of this spring is I, Tyler Van Dyke and Colby Young have a really nice connection going. Um, so I think that's good to hear. I know you passed along on the message board that a freshman is is flashing big time here in, in these scrimmage settings. Yeah, I heard that, you know, Ruben Bain, uh, the freshman defensive lineman. Uh, again, I think he's been having a good spring overall. Maybe not someone yeah. we're talking about on a practice to practice basis. Cause I mean, I feel like it's so limited what we do see, but uh, heard that Ruben Bain had back-to-back sacks again. I'm not sure who it was against what team it was right. against, but I think it's, it's definitely positive that we're like the early returns on him 
uh, are, are, are good. And again, we saw the type of player he was at the high school level and seeing that translate. And again, I do think that there's going to be some sort of expectation from him as a true freshman. So when he's yeah. getting those opportunities, he's capitalizing. And I think that's a really big deal. And that's what makes this tough, you know, discussing scrimmage things we hear without knowing the full context. Cause I do think it matters who they're going against. You know, for instance, like I, I do think Colby Young and Tyler Van Dyke are having success against the first team defensive backs. But again, I think, too, it's worth stating, um, you know, keep in mind that, I mean, for me personally, I'm not all that high on the cornerback room. And so, yes, it's good that Tyler Van Dyke and Colby Young are connecting on big plays uh, on a fairly regular basis here. Um in practices, but what does that mean for the season? I still think that's to be determined. Of course, it's a good sign, but does that, you know, it's, I guess what I'm saying is not like Miami has really talented corners. So right. it's a good sign, but I would say take it with a grain of salt. Like you're saying with Ruben Bain, I do think he's getting some first team looks just because of the nature of the lack of depth on the D line this spring. Uh, but but we don't know straight up like who he went out and beat uh, for those back-to-back sacks. But nonetheless, it's a good sign. Obviously, the guys that make plays, uh, that translates on some level to game day. Um, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we will just dive in uh, full force into this recruiting talk. Attention business owners, I'm going to say three words you've probably heard of by now. Employee retention credit. If you're a business owner with W 2 employees and you haven't explored this program, you need to schedule a call with our friends at Foreman Law Offices ASAP. The employee retention credit can put thousands of dollars back into the hands of business owners. However, the rules are complex and have changed many times since the inception of the program. You need to have a qualified law firm with experience in the ERC. Evaluate this for your business. You won't owe them a dime until you get paid. All you have to do is go to erclawyers.com and fill out the short questionnaire to schedule a call with their team. Two minutes may be worth thousands of dollars for your business. Get it done today. erclawyers.com. Tell them TTS sent you for Through the Smoke. This episode is also brought to you by Midway Sports, your one-stop shop for all of your sporting good needs, located just two miles south of the University of Miami. This locally owned small business has everything you would need to gear up for every sport. Their stocked up men's, women's, and kids selections has you and your family covered for all of your outdoor needs. Use promo code SMOKE15 for 15% off your online order at MidwaySports.com. Are you a business owner or manager in need of seasonal or temporary staff? Let the folks at LT Pro Enterprises assist. The folks at LT Pro Enterprises can help you find laborers for your business in the state of Florida with an expanding footprint to other states as well. Reach out to Lionel Torres at torreslionel1, the number one, at gmail.com. LT Pro Enterprises your source for all of your staffing and labor needs. All right, Gabby, uh, quarterback, always the position that 
matters most, quite frankly, for any recruiting class. You got to get that quarterback that at the very least you believe can be a starter down the road at some point as he develops um, at the college level. Obviously, you would love for that quarterback to be a star. Miami did have a star prospect at quarterback visit. Uh, I don't know how many days, but he was there Thursday at practice. Number 55 overall player in the country out of Langston Hughes High School in Fairburn, Georgia, Mr. Air Noland. Tell us about his visit. What did we learn from this trip? Yeah, it was like an, uh, an extended unofficial visit. Got to campus Wednesday afternoon, watched practice Thursday, like you mentioned, David. Uh, spent all day Friday um, at, at the school as well, and then and then left. I, I believe it was Saturday morning. You know, early an early flight out back to back home. Uh, look, uh, you know, I talked to Aaron Noland after that practice on Thursday. He told me at that point he was making a commitment in April. We didn't have an exact date at that point. Wasn't ready to share that, but you know, again. Uh, Friday, he announces a top seven and a commitment date of, I believe it's April 8th or maybe April 7th. Um, look, I, it's, it's it's right around the corner. Uh, he told me he wasn't going to wait for the official visit process to make those decisions. I feel like, you know, we're kind of starting to see the quarterback dominoes really fall. Uh, you know, Jaden Davis is a five-star to North Carolina. Uh, you know, his decision's right around the corner. Uh, he set a commitment date right after another visit to Michigan. Uh, Michigan's trending, you know, the Wolverines trending on the crystal ball. Uh, Aaron Noland sets a commitment date, drops that top set of schools, you know, really while he's still in Dade County, fresh off of that Miami visit. Which is a little bit of a sign, I think. A little bit of a sign. Again, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, really, I feel like the. Oh, we lost you, Gabby. Can you hear me? We lost you. If you're Miami, you have to be feeling pretty confident um, about where you kind of are in that recruitment, just kind of considering all those factors. And again, everything he said about the trip was really, really positive. And his experience being around Shannon Dawson and the mind that he has and the way he likes to spin the ball, even, even like the tempo that the offense is, is running with. I mean, I think that's something that maybe, you know, caught me, I don't, I don't know, off guard or whatever, but it does seem like the offense is maybe going with a little bit of, of tempo, you know, moving with some, with some pace that we haven't seen from, you know, a Mario Cristobal offense. Like, I think that this is an offense that is exciting to him. I mean, I'm not writing off, some of these other programs like, you know, Clemson, which is again, which I thought was a really big offer. Uh, Alabama is a school you always have to watch out for. I mean, all these schools, Oregon, Ohio state, like I mentioned, Arkansas, he really liked uh, a couple things that stood out. He told me mom loved the visit. I think that's always, you know, uh, a, a sign off that you need to kind of get, you know, get mom's blessing. I absolutely believe mom has, to, uh, you know, Miami has mom's blessing. And uh, again, the, just the timing of all this, I think is, is critical. So uh, I think Miami's in a good spot right now. I'm, you know, still gathering kind of data. Took the Sunday, gr- kind of a grinder of a week. Took Sunday, you know, to kind of just, you know, take a step back and just kind of relax a little bit. But here on Monday, uh, you know, definitely going to start working the phones and seeing, uh, you know, how some people are feeling about Miami. But uh, I-, I think they're in a good spot going into that commitment. All right. Make sure your headphones are plugged in fully because we missed you for like 10 seconds. Oh, no. But, okay. but you're good now. We hear you now. Um one thing I want to ask you, Geno Smith came by the facility, right? And, you know, I think that's an interesting little recruiting tactic by Miami. Uh, 
Shannon Dawson coached at West Virginia when Geno Smith was letting it rip there. Uh, Geno Smith, of course, is from Miramar High School. His cousin is Jeremiah Smith, the all-everything freak wide receiver prospect that is also on uh, South Florida Express, which Air Dolan has played with a little bit. What do you make of that? Just Is that just Miami being good at playing the recruiting game or what? Yeah, I mean, I think this is, again, I think it's a little bit of everything, right? Like, uh, I mean, Geno Smith is, you know, he just signed a, a big-time contract with the Seattle Seahawks. He's from Miami. He, he he played under Shannon Dawson. Like, I think these are all little things that and if it's just like, hey, you know, the facility's open if you want to come use it. Uh, I think that, you know, again, it's an opportunity to, you know, for Aaron Nolan to see a guy and they can point at Geno Smith, like Shannon Dawson coached him, you know, like, like this is a guy that worked under Shannon Dawson at the college level. And Geno Smith's college highlights are very easy to find. I mean, there's plenty of them. Uh, again, I think it's just another one of those entire, just something that, that they could point to be like, you know, like Dawson did this with him. You know, I, you know, he can do the same with you again. I, I right. think it's, it's brilliant by Miami to get him to the building. Maybe just, maybe it was just kind of a stars aligning moment where he just kind of needed a place to work out or, I mean, I'm sure you had no shortage, but the fact that he was, you know, came down to Miami to work out, I think is, I think is very telling. I think it's a big deal that they got to meet and yeah, you know, that's definitely probably some gamesmanship by, by Miami and uh, some, uh, probably some really, really smart one. Luke Moga, uh, the, I believe he's a three-star correct right now. Right. Out of Arizona. Yep. Visited for the second time since the 2023 year here. And, uh, you know, he was there, what, Saturday? Yeah. So he got in late Friday night and, uh, you know, all day Saturday. And so what did you learn from his second visit to UM? Yeah, man. I mean, I think this is a look, I, I, I really think Miami right now, if I was kind of just like, you know, handicapping the situation, like I think Miami's the team to beat there. Like, again, I think we're still really trying to figure out what exactly is the plan, David. I think we feel like they should take two quarterbacks. Um, what does this dynamic look like exactly? I think is still probably a little bit blurry, but I think it seems like they're telling Luke Moga all the right things. And again, I think that there is that there's some confidence in where they're at with Aaron Nolan. Uh, again, I mean, the Mogas seem to really, really like Miami. I mean, really like Miami. He 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 texted me, you know, late uh, Saturday night, basically saying like, you know, official visit is locked in, like don't have a date yet, but it's definitely happening. That's the only school he's really set an official visit with. Uh, still has to go see TCU, still has to go see Oregon. Uh, you know, Cal's a school that's in there. Uh, I think the, you know, the Arizona schools are in the mix as well. But to me, uh, you know, it feels like Miami is is kind of the place that, again, if if he was committing tomorrow, I think it would be it would it would be to Miami. Uh, he has some family in the South Florida area. I think he has like step siblings uh, that go to Florida Atlantic. Shout out to the Owls Final Four bound. That's huge for them. Um, you know, again, and I think that it was important for his mom to see the program too. He came down with both mom and dad in January. He only came with dad. Mom came with them too. Again, I think they have, I think Miami has a stamp of approval from those guys. And, uh, as he was walking out of the facility, he had a, a little brown paper bag from the, from the university of Miami bookstore. He said he was taking his, uh, oh boy, you he was taking for a second. I thought no, 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 no McDonald's bags out here though. I mean, that could be a story for a different story about Saturday, but we'll, we won't go there. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so he was taking, he's taking, I guess a golf buddy of his, a guy, a friend that he plays golf with, was taking him home some, some Miami gear. 
Uh, so again, what, what does that mean? I mean, if he, is he just doing that at every stop or, you know, maybe he wants to get his boy some, uh, some UM gear to rep, you know, while he's in the 305. So I don't know. I, I do think Miami's in a really good spot. I know he loves Miami. He loves Dawson. He feels like a priority for those guys. And again, I think that they think that he's a really, you know, big talent. Again, his profile is very promising. And I think they believe he has the arm talent, the athleticism to develop into, uh, you know, a, uh, you know, a really good uh, quarterback at the next level. So Luke Moga is definitely someone high on their board that I think they impressed over the weekend. I saw a video. I think he posted it himself, uh, a video clip of him running the hundred back home. He said it was hand timed. He said, which appreciate the honesty but he said ham tied it was what 10 6 or something i think it was a 10 5 9 10 5 10, 9, 5, 9 at 203 pounds he said yeah. so yeah i mean look laser time that's probably at worst a 10 8 right at worst so freak athlete dad uh, was a 10 7 guy in high school so dad has yeah. has it in his genes as well is that a big guy did you see dad He's probably around the same size. Uh, Luke's yeah. might, might might be a little bit taller uh, already, but I think, uh, you know, I mean, Luke's got a really athletic frame and stuff like that. And I asked dad, I was like, cause I know when I, when he came in January, he said he was chasing his dad's 10, seven time. And I asked dad if he was going to catch him or if he's caught him yet. And he's like, I don't think he's going to, but he's getting really close, <laughs> you know? So like he, he, he can definitely, he can definitely move. So this might be just like projecting way too far ahead, right? Because Miami does not even have one quarterback committed yet in the class, but do you, and the answer can be no, you don't know, but do you have any sense right now on how Moga would feel about being a part of a two quarterback class? Um, I mean, I, I get the sense that, you know, he, he would be open to it. He seems like he seems to like fully understand that he is kind of a developmental guy. Like I feel like every time I talk to him or even like I'll talk to his dad, a little bit, uh, you know, on, on, on like a Saturday, you know, it's always kind of brought up, you know, he just started playing quarterback his freshman year. Like it's like, you know, he's, you know, I think they understand that he is really just kind of scratching the surface of really understanding the position, learning the position. So I haven't straight up asked like, Hey, is this going to be a two quarter? Like, you know, how do you feel about being a second quarterback and a number two option? Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's, you know, it's March. I think there's still a lot of time left, a lot of different ways that this can shake out. And I don't, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to put it in the kid's head that he's like a number two option yeah, or anything like that. So, um, you know, but I do get the sense that they understand that he is, he still has a ways to go and that they are, right. you know, he is a, not maybe not, I guess a project is fair, uh, you know, a project with some, you know, promising upside. I think that they understand, like, they don't try to act like he's this big finished product who's going to walk into the college scene and just tear up everything. You know, I think they understand that it's going to take some time. And I think that's why he values uh, coach Dawson. And, you know, again, he was talking about the work that it takes to, that they, that they put in and all that type of stuff. He seems to have the right mentality in terms of, you know, getting after it every single day. Good. All right. The other position group, I think, to touch on that was, you know, outside of quarterback, which those are two strong names to know from a Miami perspective. Um, the defensive line group was very impressive. Three five stars by my count yep. on the defensive line. Um, Just in the 24 class. Right. There was a 25 defense, a uh, five star also. Right. So we'll stick with just talking 24s here in this podcast. Cause my head starts spinning. If right. we talk no, too far 100%. down the road. Same here. Um, but yeah, 2024s. Let's start just with the, um, according to the rankings, the highest rated of the defensive linemen that visited. And that is Mr. Five Star from IMG Academy, David Stone, number seven overall player, according to 24 7 Sports. Um, 
was this his first visit to campus this year? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, again, talking 2023, this was his first time getting down to, to Miami. Uh, I think it was, uh, I I mean, it's, it seems like huge success, uh, to me, just the way they're recruiting him. You know, I remember when we went, when we talked to him at the IMG Academy pro day, he was talking about schools he needed to go see again. Miami was one of those that he rattled off, um, he didn't know who Jason Taylor was then, or he wasn't familiar with it. I think he's pretty familiar with Jason Taylor now. And I look, I mean, David Stone, Ohio State's a school that he's talked up in the past that he needs to go see. He passed up going to Ohio State, you know, this weekend to to come down to Miami to to see the Hurricanes and all that stuff. Tennessee is a school he's talked up in the past about needing to go see. He's passing up Tennessee next weekend to come back down to Miami with his family. And, yeah, uh, you know, his family hasn't gone, doesn't, hasn't taken a ton of trips with him. I think they went with him to Michigan state. Of course, he's from the state of Oklahoma. So they've seen, uh, the Sooners plenty, but I think, uh, Miami's one of these schools where, you know, mom and dad and, you know, whoever's people are, are, are really going to get their first in-depth look, look at the program. And again, I think that that's really good news for Miami. Um, I think that, that, I think they're looking forward, you know, again, they love this visit. It was a bigger weekend you know, a lot of big time dudes there. I think next weekend is going to be an opportunity to maybe have that, you know, more intimate time with the stones, maybe have them, uh, you know, to themselves, maybe a little bit longer. And again, I think getting mom and dad on campus is, is massive. So um, I think that that's going to be a great opportunity for them. And again, everything he says about the program is, you know, the way they work, the way that I, you know, the watching, you know, Francis Maui go and get after it, watching uh, Jaden Wayne, you know, guys that he's very familiar with from his time at IMG, you know, transition well and seeing them out there, watching Francis Malago work with the first team right tackle and watching the way the defensive line works. And he, you know, he had great things to say about Ruben Bain and about Jaden Wayne and uh, you know, those types of guys. So, um, you know, I, I think Miami's really in the thick of this uh, Michigan state's one school that he's been tied to in the past. And, you know, his two top recruiters there, uh, you know, Brandon Jordan left to coach defensive ends for the Seahawks uh, and Marco Coleman, I guess was a defensive line coach. Both those guys are no longer with Michigan state. And uh, I do think that that has impacted the way that he views the Spartans. So um, I really think that that puts, you know, Miami up there with Oklahoma, maybe Texas A&M, uh, some of those other guys, uh, you know, again, big time uh, contenders here for, you know, what is, is he the number two ranked defensive tackle in the country? I think he's a massive need. And I think Miami's positioning themselves well here in the spring. It seems like just reading the tea leaves, you know, with his family in town for visit number two in the span of a week, it's going to be kind of a time for either to Miami make that move potentially, you know, it seems like Oklahoma is viewed as the early, early team to be right now. Yeah. Cause that's the hometown school. Miami can make that move. If mom and dad get on board, it seems like just reading the tea leaves. So yeah. big visit coming up here next week for Mr. David stone, uh, next five star just behind him on the 24 seven sports rankings, Elijah rushing, who is from Arizona as well. He goes six, six, two thirty five. Oh yeah. Did he look it in person? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how how, how tall is Jason Taylor? Because however tall Jason Taylor is, Elijah Rushing's got, you know, at least an inch, an inch and a half yeah. on him. Uh, you know, he's a he he's a big dude. I mean, and then you kind of have to consider, yeah, we're talking about these guys like they're next up, but on the academic calendar, these are still juniors in high school, right? Like, right. I mean, if he was playing a spring sport, he'd be playing his junior year right now. Like he's a he's a massive, massive dude. Uh, again, I, I, dad is from Dade County, gra- a graduate of American high school there in Miami uh, lakes. 
Uh, so, I mean, he has ties to the local, you know, to Dade County specifically. Um, it's home for his dad. Uh, they might still, I think they still have family here and things like that. So I think that this is a school that they could realistically consider. And yeah, you know, you look at it and he's from, he's from the the Tucson area uh, and, you know, coming all the way down to Miami, that seems like a far move. But again, I think to an extent it's home for at least dad. Uh, I think they had a son who played at Florida briefly. I don't know if he's still there, but you know, I think they're, I think they're okay, you know, with, with the East coast. And I mean, look, this is, this is a big kid. I mean, I, I, you can, I can understand why, uh, Miami and plenty of others are kind of enamored with with the frame and everything that he kind of offers physically. Uh, you know, again, Jason Taylor seems like the perfect person to coach him because they look like kind of mirror images of each other, except I I would probably argue that a rushing had a lot more to work with at the same stage of, 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 you know, development and all that stuff comparing the two. So I think he sees that Jason Taylor is someone that knows exactly how to work with, you know, his exact skill set, the long rangey uh, type of pass rushers and, you know, again, I think the fact that they got guys from the West Coast, I mean, they talk, you know, he talked about J- like grow, like coming up watching guys like Jaden Wayne in the Pacific Northwest. He said he used to watch like Cyrus Moss's tape and stuff, you know, kind of coming up when he was the big pass rusher coming out of the West Coast. So, uh, you know, I think he's seen guys that have made the transition from the West Coast to the East Coast and it's gone well. And I think, again, the Jason Taylor factor here, I think down the line could potentially be huge. This one's just going to go the distance, right? Definitely. Oh, yeah, type of guys. definitely, definitely. His tape, his highlight tape, kind of reminds me of Greg Rousseau. Uh, you know, he's not the like on tape at least. He's not the most. He's not the twitchiest guy, but he wins with his length and leverage. He understands how to beat an offensive lineman with his initial punch and his long arms. So uh, obviously, that can win big time at the college level. Uh, and I am curious what his wingspan measurement is going to be whenever that does get out. Uh, the other guy I want to talk about on the defensive line, a guy from the panhandle, Artavius Jones, four-star out of Bluntstown, Florida, which is just west of Tallahassee. Um, tell us what we need to know about him, because I popped on his highlight tape, Gabby, and he is fun. If you like uh, big people highlights, his is about as fun as it's going to get. I would recommend listeners to this show that like recruiting uh like watching big men just ball out on both sides of the ball go check out artavius jones highlights yeah so like miami thinks that like he's like offerable as like an interior they think he's like offerable as like an interior offensive lineman too like he was joking about how i agree how the tight end room was like kind of wanting to offer him as a tight end like you know he i mean he's a guy that has like a ton of versatility in terms of what he could be. Like maybe he can, can be, you know, a really good interior lineman. And then he's a natural, he's an original basketball player, like grew up playing basketball. So he has like that natural bounce. I mean, there was, you know, one, you know, just kind of as, you know, after he had already left and, you know, some people were kind of filtering back to the building after while, after escorting him back to his car, we're talking about a situation where, you know, during the photo shoot, he was doing like kind of like a through the legs dunk type of thing with the football. And they said without like even like, you know, a full like bend and and bounce, like he just kind of like slightly just jumped. And like it was he was like probably like a clean, like 35 inch vertical, like not even trying like, yeah. at, like at a, ease. He's a freak at like you could tell on his highlight, like he so he plays D line. He plays tight end, both yeah. in line and H back. Plays some O-line too a little bit. But there's one play early on in his highlight where he takes a middle screen at like the 20-yard line and he bursts to the edge 
to the pylon. I think a guy tries to tackle him. He bounces off him and just hits hits the end zone before the uh, the safety can get there. And it's there's not many big guys. So I think on his on his profile, he's it's like six two, six three, two eighty. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that's accurate. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little bit more than two eighty, but again, not not sloppy, right? Like, right. It, it looks it looks clean, yeah. um, you know. And again, all, all those things that you're talking about, I think, has Miami really, really kind of infatuated with him. Like, they if he wanted to commit to them tomorrow, I think that they would absolutely 100 percent take him. That's the sense that I get. And again, had that that little bounce, I think, was a little was was pretty like uh like like a moment where they're like, Oh man, like this guy's really kind of got it again. I think they, they see all the things that you see David and they think that, you know, he's, he, he really is like, I think that's pretty much how they describe him. Kind of like a freak athlete. So someone that they're definitely excited about, I think you uh, about tell recruiting. too, like he's a dog, like you can oh, tell yeah. that just about like Ruben Bain's highlight tape, uh-huh. you know, like guy just loves football. I think you could tell that with Artavius. So I, I forgot one five star for when we jumped to Artavius. Yeah. Kamari on Franklin, whose highlight yeah. tape I also love. 6'5", 265, number 29 overall player in the country. He comes from Lake Cormorant High School in Mississippi. This is his second trip to Miami here in this 2023 calendar year. Gabby, what, what did we learn here on this second trip? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a big deal that he got back down. And I think the fact that he got back down is is pretty telling of his interest. And, you know, that's really what he says. Like Miami's been making me making him feel like a priority and he felt like he needed to come back and see them. Uh, you know, he's, he's got a lot of schools fighting for those five official visits. Again, I think that this is another recruitment that could go the distance. I mean, he's seen plenty of schools. He's going to see some more, um, you know, so you got like South Carolina in there, Auburn, uh, I think Tennessee's might be one in there, Ole Miss, uh, he was at Miami. He's going to go see Florida. He's going to go see Oregon and Ohio State. So, uh, you know, I think he's really just trying to figure out which are the five schools that he's going to kind of move forward in the process with. And, uh, you know, I think Miami's got a really good shot to be in that in that in that group of five. Uh, just right. you know, again, kind of following the visits. And uh, you know, he came with I believe it was his high school head coach and you know, 2025, uh, you know, top two, four, seven safety that the, that the Lake Cormorant, uh, uh, high school has, who's another great looking prospect. Um, and I, I again, I, I do get the sense that there is very legitimate interest there. So, uh, Miami's definitely pushing. They got a few different guys on both sides of the ball, kind of going after him, just trying to, to, to get him on board, uh, because he's, I mean, physically David, you know, I'm, I think he's, he's, a, he's kind yeah. of a, a big looking dude. I mean, looks like a college ready body type. And again, just kind of seeing him on, on Saturday, I I mean, he's, he, he's, he, it's, it, that's the way it's supposed to look right. Again, if you're talking about playing for a, national championships down the line. Yeah. He's his highlight too, is one of my favorites in this cycle. Um, just make play makes plays there on the line of scrimmage. Before we take a break, I want to touch on running back Jarrett Gibson from IMG Academy, number 41 overall player in the country, uh, 5'10", 200 pounds, twitchy type of running back. Was he an expected visitor, Gabby? Was he kind of kept under wraps? Were you surprised when he walked up? Uh, what's What was the take with Jarek? Yeah, uh, he was definitely, again, they, I mean, they had a whole IMG crew coming in. I knew a few of them were coming in, but I didn't realize Jarek Gibson was going to be on the visitors list until early that morning. Benefits of of showing up and being there uh, uh, be just kind of just kind of grinding out the early mornings and, be, and just kind of holding the fort down, uh, being able to kind of track that down and 
and put that together, you know, was able to get that story up. I think basically as he was, as I physically saw him watching it, walking in. So I think it's a big deal that they got him here again. He's, he's the the number one ranked running back in the country. Uh, You know, that's on the composite and from us here at 24 seven sports. And again, I think this is a recruitment. They probably got to chip away at there's some, uh, some sec schools that are, that are in the mix there. I mean, I think you talked about like knowing he wanted to visit like OV, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and, ten- and Tennessee. Uh, I think there's basically an open spot there for someone to, to basically fight for. Is, is that school going to be Miami? Uh, he keeps things kind of close to the vest, but it does seem like, you know, he does have a relationship with, with uh, Tim Harris Jr. And uh, seemed to like, uh, you know, what he saw out there from the program. So um, again, I think that that was a good, maybe, uh, you know, again, like that first time, just getting him on campus. Now it's about getting him back. All right, let's take a quick break here. And then on the other side, we will rapid fire the other names to know. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. Gabby, we got about 30 minutes till tip-off here, this Miami-Texas game. So we will get this done inside of that time. I want to start with wide receiver. Of course, that's a big position of need here in this class, particularly outside receiver. And on Thursday, Miami had two of the top local guys. Let's start with Chance Robinson, who is from St. Thomas Aquinas, four-star guy. Um, You know, one thing that stood out to me just seeing him out there at practice was he was on the hip of Air Noland. Yeah. Uh, the entire time. So it seems like they got to, of course, they're both on South Florida Express, so they have that connection. But Chance Robinson, you kind of hinted earlier on a podcast that uh, the Kevin Beard hire really hit home for him. Do you feel like Miami is still trending in a positive way with Mr. Chance Robinson? I, I mean, definitely. I think I, I don't know if there's a recruit that I think the Kevin Beard hire maybe impacted more just based on the early returns from Chance Robinson. Uh, you know, again, he raves about that the, the Miami visit, uh, you know, talked about Kevin Beard and, you know, how different he is again, how other players he knows uh, guys like Sam Bruce. Uh, who played at Aquinas signed with, you know, Kevin Beard when he was at Miami the first time around Joshua Palmer, who uh, signed with uh, Kevin Beard when he went to Tennessee. Uh, those guys, you know, like to play for him and, you know, he could see why those guys wanted to go play for him. I think he's, I think Kevin Beard's done a really good job of just, uh, you know, kind of hitting home with some of those Broward County kids. And I think with Robinson specifically a top 150 kid for us here at 24 seven sports, uh, I, I think it's really resonated. And uh, I do think that Miami's made a move there and again, getting Aaron Nolan on board against someone, someone he's someone he's caught passes from in the past, uh, caught passes from, you know, on that seven on seven circuit. I think, uh, 
I think could really, really help elevate Miami in that recruitment even some more. JoJo Trader, the five-star receiver, the other five-star receiver from Shamana Madonna. Of course, his teammate is Jeremiah Smith, but JoJo Trader was also there on Thursday. He's a man of few words, but uh, what are what are the vibes? What's the read on his recruitment right now? Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a man of few words. Um, you know, I do think Miami's a school he really likes, and again, I think the the hometown thing is something that could be big for him. Uh, you know, just kind of wanting to be around people close to him. Uh, I think Miami feels good about where they're at. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have to, you know, whether you know whether some of those storms with Florida, with Florida State, um, you know, Ohio State. Uh, I think uh, Tennessee, Georgia, or maybe some schools that are in there. Maybe it's one of those two. I uh, can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, you know, I do think Miami's kind of doing everything they can. I mean, even just being out there at practice. I mean, having you know just people around the program just being like, you know, God, I want Josiah Trader so so bad. You know, like he's someone that they really really feel like they got to get. And again, I think everyone in the building. Uh, is on board with the fact that he's a kind of, you know, I don't, you know, you don't want to call people like, you know, the must get targets, but I think in their mind, uh, you know, Jojo trader, isn't someone that they're willing to let walk out of South Florida. So uh, I know Miami's going to do their part in, uh, you know, finding a way to keep him home. The star Horton group is a real estate company that covers all of Miami Dade, Broward and Palm beach counties born and raised in Miami. Star is committed to growing his clients' wealth and securing their futures. One of the top realtors in the state, Star knows the ins and outs of the market to make sure his clients get the best possible value when they sell or buy. If you're looking to buy or sell or know someone who is, call or text Star directly at 561-573-4661. And here's the beauty. When you refer someone to Star, he will donate $250 to the Miami Hurricanes Athletic Fund in your name upon the closing of the deal. So to have a great real estate experience and help our Canes, call or text STAR today at 561-573-4661. Money can be the root of all evil when you don't understand it. A couple of bad decisions shouldn't continue to affect us years later, and the path to recovery shouldn't be as painful as the regret. Everyone at some point needs help with their financial situation, and Pride Financial can lend that helping hand. Pride Financial offers a patient and judgment-free environment and will provide you with the knowledge and power you need to realize your dreams. Once they identify your goals, they will guide you to the finish line, holding your hand every step of the way. Repairing and building credit is only the first step. They'll educate you on a variety of banking and financial institutions, what resources they offer, and how to maximize funding for your financial needs. Gain access to a vast network of realtors and licensed dealers to receive outstanding deals on prime real estate and the newest vehicles to fit your lifestyle. They even offer education and services to assist those more involved on the business side of things. Text 305-393-7698 or email globalchoice underscore consulting at yahoo.com to book a free consultation with Pride Financial. And let's take pride in our finances. Offensive line, um, I'm going to butcher this name probably, but I will give it my best shot. Manasse Aititi, uh, number 115 overall player in the country. 
He comes from Central Catholic in Modesto, California. He goes 6'5", 272. Uh, he's, of, he's of African descent. Is he from yeah. Africa? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like talking okay. to him, like, you know, he has a, you know, the, the thick African uh, accent and stuff like that. And again, I think this is where, you know, Miami, you know, going out, get a call, getting a call into Kiampong. I think this is something that, you know, really, again, I think it's, it's, it's one of those culture things where, you know, uh, Manasse, which is it's how you say the first name, Manasse, uh, isn't the, you know, he, he, he wouldn't feel like, you know, he's, he's alone here, you know, Miami's, you know, he talked about, uh, Collins and Bong like a brother and someone that he knows he can talk to about the program and, uh, you know, that he'll get honesty from and, you know, why he chose to come here and, and all those different sorts of things. And I mean, Manasse got the, got the real deal Miami treatment, man. I mean, he posted a photo, I believe it was sometime Friday afternoon at, uh, you know, sports grill here in South Miami. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's, that's a, that's a prime first stop in South Florida. For alignment. Those, those special grilled wings will, will make you fall in love. Um, so hopefully I think he got plenty of those. Um, so got the visit off on a, on the right foot. And it does seem like, you know, he really, he really likes these guys. I mean, he was one of the last ones out the door on, on Saturday evening. So, uh, you know, spent a ton, a ton of time around the program and get Miami, I think for offensive linemen, when they get to, when they go out there and, Right. And, you know, you hear Mario Cristobal's off, you know, there with offensive linemen and he's hands on and stuff like that. But when you kind of when these guys kind of see that, oh, like he sticks with the offensive line, like he does not really leave the offensive line uh, a lot. Oftentimes, I think it, I think it kind of hits a little bit different. And I think uh, Manasse and the, the rest of the offensive linemen, David, I think that's going to be, uh, you know, a common theme. And I assume he's new to football, right? Yeah, I think he's relatively new to football. I'm not a hundred percent sure what the background is like the okay. profile is but uh I, I would guess he's he's pretty he's pretty new to it watching his highlight you know he he clearly has a long wingspan does a nice job of moving these defensive linemen by running his feet at that point of contact so i think there's a lot there to develop uh seems to have will you tell me did it did it look like he had that offensive tackle type of body or or more of a guard yeah um I could see him kind of being someone that ends up maybe kicking inside. Uh, okay. You know, I, 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 he, he's not like a, a big, like, I mean, I think he's listed at 275 or 278 around there. Like he doesn't look like he's not like a 310 pound, 300 pound kid. Like he's not there physically yet, but he's also not like, I think he, if you beefed him up and I think he could be a really good looking, maybe interior guy, but I could see him, you know, being tackled. I don't know what the wingspan looks like exactly, but like, just like, initial reaction hitting me i thought like oh he could probably i bet he would end up playing inside okay his body type just on tape so tape isn't the best way to assess this but he kind of did remind me a little bit of tyree st louis who was a effective offensive lineman in the mid 2010s um all right let's just go rapid fire on these yeah. offensive linemen but let's go Derek plaz who is a three-star from the Jacksonville area, kind of like a developmental offensive tackle type. Yeah. I mean, I think, I thought he looked really good. Uh, you know, I thought again, physically, I think he definitely looks to part, probably a developmental. Uh, I think men, I mean, just kind of talking to him, he seems like a kid that kind of just, you know, he, 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 yeah, he seems like a sharp guy. Um, you know, seems like these guys have been doing a really good job recruiting him. So, uh, I, I think Miami did a really good job. He said he had a school kind of in his mind that he thought, was kind of his school. And he said this physic kind of maybe shook it up a little bit for him. Where is he at on the board? I don't really know. Um, but yeah. again, I think physically, I mean, I, I, he looks better than I thought he was going to look, you know, we saw him in that Orlando camp, but I think actually like really sizing him up, uh, you know, on Saturday was a little bit different. 
And then Joseph Ionetta, who I think yeah. he was at one of those. Was he at Legends Camp? I think it was. Yeah. Legends oh, camp. yeah. He's been around. He's he was a young guy. Before. I think he was one of the better O-linemen at that camp as a younger yeah. guy. He's definitely an interior guy. Oh, but for I, sure. I liked his kind of mean streak that he showed at that Legends Camp. And, you know, I think he'd be a nice addition. But he is a FSU legacy. Where are things at with him? I think he really likes Miami. He said like the the way Miami's recruiting him is kind of unmatched. I don't even think he mentioned Florida State when talking okay. about some of his top schools. Maybe he did, but I I don't think in the same breath as like maybe some others. Um, Miami likes him as a center, and I I see it. Like they said that I mean they're talking about him that they that he reminds them of Matt Lee, and just again talking okay. to him, you can see he's kind of wired, and you know he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. He's a confident kid, got the nice long flow. Maybe that has something to do with it, but he's. I think his base is really, really strong. And I can definitely see him being a, a center type where he just kind of gets after it. He seems like a guy that plays yeah, with I that like kind of like that mean streak. And you know, he's runs with that California power uh, five on five thing. And that's like for the very best in the country. Um, that's the team David Stone runs with on the defensive side. Brandon Baker, the number one offensive tackle, runs with the California power. So those guys went out, got Joseph Ayanata. He said Georgia starting to hit him up. I mean, those are the reigning national champs and they can okay. definitely do some good stuff with O-line. So I think Miami's on the right track there. I think they did a good job getting in early and uh, again, have really, really prioritized him. So I think whether it's at guard, maybe it is at center. I think Joseph I not as someone that they really like. Eddie Pierre Louis um, out of the Tampa area, kind of a strong guy, a little sawed off, but his film is if he was two or three inches taller, I mean, this is silly to say, but if he was two or three inches taller, he would be one of the top interior offensive linemen in the country. Um, he's still a four-star guy, six two-ish. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I would. I would say around that area for sure. But he's a strong guy. Like he plays with with impressive power. Uh, that could work at the college level. But what's what's the takeaway with Mister Pierre Louis? Uh, he, I mean, he looks like a grown man. Like yeah. he just like he looks like uh, you know, like, yeah, right. Like I mean, he that that that's a that's a nice body type. Uh, again, an is he not lineman. a D tackle? I mean, he, I think people are recruiting him as a, as an interior lineman. I don't know yeah. where, like maybe it's a center, maybe it's as a, a guard or whatever, but um, you know, he's talked about Miami that it feels like home. He just wants to see, you know, the improvements like naturally, you know, people want to see the offensive line improve. And, you know, he said watching those guys out there with the transfers they brought in and those freshmen, you know, he can definitely see that uh, Miami's prioritizing the offensive line, uh, which is something that stands out for those guys to know that like they understand how important, uh, you know, it, it is in the trenches. And I think that that's, uh, you know, Eddie Pierre-Louis against someone that they that they really, really like uh, here and and at this stage of the process. But again, I mean, talk about Oregon and and, yeah. um, you know, some other schools in the SEC that are kind of I think ten, I think he's going to be at Tennessee next weekend, um, those types of things. So, um, you know, there, there's definitely some some major programs kind of coming after him. Defensive back is the next position group I want to touch yeah. on before we get out of here. Uh, the guy to start with is Jalen Hayward, who is a top 100 player committed to Georgia. Um, why did he come down and visit? I think that I think Miami's really in there. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they ever really stopped recruiting him. You know, the you know feedback I got uh, after that visit is, you know, he was like kind of calling them after and being like, hey, I want to set up an official visit. Like, I want to lock that in with you guys. So he is committed to Georgia. Georgia has three safeties committed, including Jalen Hayward. So um, it, I feel like it did maybe get crowded quickly. 
uh, or whatever the case is. And I'm not saying that Jalen Hayward, you know, is backing off Georgia. Maybe he does down the line. Who really knows? But I think, uh, you know, he's definitely looking around, doing his homework, uh, seeing what else is out there because, I mean, they got Peyton Woodard, who's out of St. John Bosco, who's one of the best safeties in the country. And they got a, 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 a an in-state kid. And, uh, you know, I think Jalen Hayward, that maybe, I don't know if he feels like the odd man out. I'm not putting those words in his mouth, but I think uh, he's yeah. definitely checking. Well, there's his, a long ways to go. Right. There's yeah. a long way to go. And again, I think he's uh, going to go check out some programs. I think he saw Auburn too, but um, I think Miami feels good about the move that they made uh, during that visit. Well, I think, I believe it was on Thursday. Family was there or no? Do you know? Family was there. I think both mom and dad were there. And I think uh, a little brother or cousin or whatever the case is uh, was there with him. So he had plenty of people like in his in his circle there uh, at Miami. One to keep an eye on. He's a guy. So at the seven on seven tournament, uh, one of the first ones here of this cycle, he was making impressive plays as like a big nickel. So he's a guy that has versatility, can play free safety, can come closer to the line of scrimmage, too. So he is a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Ricky Knight cornerback six foot guy out of the Benjamin school in Palm beach seems the early read seemed like kind of a Florida state Miami battle. Do you think that's still fair to say, or more yeah. schools in the mix there? I, I think it's, I think it's fair to say that it's a Miami Florida state battle. He put, I asked him, you know, that straight up, he pushed back a little bit. He said, Hey, you know, I really do want to go see Penn state. I want to go see Illinois. Who's done a great job, you know, developing uh, defensive backs and really just guys on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, here over the past few uh the past few seasons um i think he wants to go check out wake forest his teammate micah mays just signed with the demon deacon so i think he wants to give those guys a look um but you know he did admit that miami and florida state are two schools that are at the top i think those are the only two schools he's really you know kind of given a lot of thought to in terms of official visits he's got florida state set up uh june 15th through the 17th so lock that in i think he wants to lock in miami too but again uh you know i think that this is a guy on the defensive side of the ball that that miami definitely likes at the at the position and again you know he, he's definitely got you know some length to him and stuff like that and yeah i could i could see the all skills yeah you know converted uh, wide receiver right Khalil cummings uh he's from stark florida correct yeah uh is he correct me if i'm wrong in his highlight, he primarily plays free safety. Is that what he's viewed at in the at the college level, or is he more of a corner? Because he's a slighter build, or at yeah. least that's my impression. Right. What position do you view him as? I think he likes. I think frame wise, I think he looks like kind of like a Jalen Hayward light. So, David, you've seen Jalen okay. Hayward. So, I think they're you know they're both around that probably like that five eleven range. Maybe I think Jalen Hayward. Uh, you know, Khalil Cummings maybe you know, an inch, half an inch shorter than Jalen Hayward is maybe not as, as thick as Hayward is. Um, but you know, I, I think, he, yeah, I think he's, I, I think he could maybe be more of a nickel. I think that's kind of okay. like the, the vision that they have for him is maybe playing that nickel spot, maybe some cornerback, maybe some safety. I think he has that versatility where he can, you know, where he can go play safety, but I think nickel is probably like, you know, a, a fair role for him, like just kind of comparing body types and, and those types of things. I think that's where they view him. And uh, again, I mean, Miami's been recruiting him for a long, long time. I, I think I threw him on that top targets list in early February, because I think that's someone that they really, really like. And, uh, you know, finally got a chance to see Miami and again, returns uh, all. All very good. Last two guys, and then we'll get out of here. Luane McCoy, athlete out of Miami Central. Um, I think if he wants to have a professional career, he's a corner, but I think he could also be a pretty good college wide receiver. 
Um, he was there on Thursday. Seems like this is another one that could end up being a Miami-Florida State battle. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, I, I, I think it can be. Uh, you know, I think originally uh, Miami kind of thought he would be a corner as well, David. And I think, I mean, I agree. I've told people this, that I think he would be a fantastic cornerback. I mean, we watched him make a great play against IMG Academy, had a pick six that basically helped Central uh, win that game, uh, the game that they probably weren't supposed to win, that, you know, most people don't just beat IMG Academy casually like that. Um, but, you know, he wants to play wide receiver. I think Miami's, you know, on board with that just because I okay. think it's really about getting him in. So I think right now they're telling him that he could play wide receiver, which I think. At, which he at, can. At his, yeah, he can play wide receiver. You know, I think he's a great, I think he's a good wide receiver. Again, I think his, like we said, his ceiling is probably higher as a cornerback, but I think it takes maybe some time to kind of figure yeah. that out. So whatever the case is, um, he is a good receiver and look, Miami needs help at receiver. So if they can find talented guys to fill that room, I think Luane McCoy uh, is definitely someone that they like that they've kind of gotten on campus a few times. Now he, he had a kind of a quick trip, David, you kind of, you saw him kind of right. bounce right after practice and all that stuff, he was but there. Yeah, he was there. He was around. And uh, again, Miami's definitely uh, prioritizing him. Kevin Beard is, is is really just, you know, making it a point to get him around the program a little bit more. Last guy. Before we wrap this up, Zaquan Patterson, the in the box safety at a Shaman bigger frame guy that uh, doesn't shy away from contact near the line of scrimmage. I think these guys are valuable here in the modern era where you got to have some versatility in terms of athleticism and the willingness to tackle in space. He's that type of guy. Um, where does Miami stand with him? Yeah, I mean, he said Miami's one of his top schools right now. And he said if he had to if he had to cut it down to five today, Miami would be a school that was inside that five. I mean, he talked about how he's never had to question whether Miami's wanted him or not. Uh, you know, there's been a lot that's happened over the time that Miami's been recruiting Zaquan Patterson. I mean, he emerged as like a freshman at I think it was true at true prep uh, before he made the move to Chaminade as a sophomore. And I think all the way through, uh, whether it was Manny Diaz or, you know, in that transition to Mario Cristobal and even through some more staff transition on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Zaquan Patterson has been, you know, a constant for those guys. And uh, you know, great job getting him back to the school. They had him on an unofficial visit uh, earlier this year. I think he was at the Battle Miami, came down for Battle Miami. So he's someone that's been around the program, but got to meet with Lance Gidry, watch him coach. Uh, you know, Lance Gidry spends a lot of times around the safeties as we've come to see, uh, you know, in those early portions of practice. And uh, it seems like uh, Zaquan Patterson really, really likes what he sees. He just, just kind of wants to see Miami win. I asked him, you know, what would it take ultimately at the end to help Miami get you? And he's like, you know, if these guys win, there's literally nothing else that they can do like that I would pretty much be sold so I think balls in Miami's court uh, in terms of performing and and getting it done again he's someone that's planning some in-season officials too so not sure if uh you know him shutting it down is is really on the table quite yet unless he maybe falls in love with a school um but again I think he's gonna kind of let this process play out and again I think that leaves the door open for Miami to you know really close it out down the road all right good stuff as always Gabby here on the recruiting front uh, for more just in-depth coverage, because we're limited here on time, I recommend getting that VIP subscription to InsideTheU.com. Uh, Gabby is all over it, all day, every day. Appreciate his work. Uh, tip off here coming in eight minutes. Good luck to the Canes. Good luck yes, to sir. the Lady Canes at seven. Got back-to-back -back Canes basketball going on tonight. Going to be a fun night. Appreciate everyone for listening. And until next time. 
Take care. Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.